0: Hey guys, welcome in to the 1440 podcast. Today's episode, episode nine, is starting a series. We're going to look at the seven last sayings of Jesus. I hope that you will be blessed by this episode. For some time now, I've been wanting to do a study on the last seven sayings of Jesus each easter i'm busy with the many things that we're doing as a church to get ready for the easter celebration weekend this year the week leading up to easter is way different than it has been in years past this year the church capital c we will celebrate easter not in a church building together instead we'll celebrate easter uh, at home this is due to the covid 19 and all of the social distancing and as churches we want to be part of the solution and not the problem so a lot of churches now are streaming their services uh live on their website or on facebook live and the church that i serve Gardenia first baptist will no different so as i've sat here at my house at my desk my area where i've been working at i really and truly started thinking and just really trying to figure out okay lord what are you what are you calling me to do So as I was sitting here today, looking out my kitchen window, uh, again, the area where I work, the Lord really, I really and truly feel, uh, gave me a direction. And so as I considered my week and the different things that I would do, uh, getting ready for Easter, the Lord has really called me to still prepare for this upcoming weekend. So today, Tuesday... Uh, The way I prepare for this weekend, it's going to look a little different, but it's still preparing this week. I really want to focus in on the last seven phrases, statements that Jesus spoke while he was on the cross. As I stated earlier, this is something that I've been wanting to study for a long time. But now I have no distractions. I have nothing going on. uh, And this is a great time to study. So in order to fully understand these last seven sayings that Jesus uh, said on the cross I felt it was important that we understand the crucifixion. Um, this so much is written about crucifixion. And I just want to kind of give you a snapshot of crucifixion. Uh, crucifixion was a form of to- torture and execution that was employed by the ancient world that involved fixing a person to a wooden post or a tree using ropes or nails. The Romans did not invent crucifixion, um, but learned it from others, and they added to it. The Roman practice for crucifixion uh, had a series of events that involved torture of various means. The victims carrying the cross, the victim being fastened to the cross by ropes or nails, and the cross being raised. See, the victims were crucified according to history. They, the victims who were crucified, they were, they were beaten very badly. They were crucified without clothing. Uh, They were raised not very high. Actually, they was raised a little bit higher than their height. Historical text tells us that the victims were raised not very high, so they wanted to keep them low to the ground so that the dogs and the wild beasts could gnaw on their legs. Perhaps some of the cruelest practices was abusing or even executing the victim's family members as they hung there on the cross. History records uh, reports of family members being stoned to death while their family member hung on the cross. So before I get to the last seven sayings of Jesus, uh, I just want to close with with this thought to really get our minds around crucifixion. Uh, uh, Crucifixion was done as a terror attack to keep the Roman areas uh, in order. Uh, crucifixion was thought to be disgustingly cruel. It was a disgustingly cruel form of punishment. One of uh, the ancient Roman philosophers who disliked Christians, you know, period. He he did not like Christians. He he wrote that Jesus was was executed in a dishonorable and shameful way. So for us today, as we think about the crucifixion, we have to understand that it was done in such a way to humiliate and dishonor the victims in addition to torturing them to death. So before I go into those seven sayings, I, as I was studying through this, I reflected back on Hebrews chapter 12, verse two. And I want to read that for you. Uh, Hebrews 12:2 says, look into Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I mean, think about that, that text of scripture just for a minute. Jesus, the founder and perfecter of, of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Think of all that I just told you about crucifixion and, and how it was done and, and how it was done to, to humiliate and dishonor the victims in addition to torturing them to death. Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Knowing what we know now about the cross and crucifixion, this verse here is so much more powerful. As I reflected on this verse just in my personal study, I just I just said, thank you, Lord, for Jesus. So as we think about the last seven sayings of Jesus, those last seven statements that Jesus said, uh, these are the recorded words of Jesus between the time he was crucified and the time that he died. According to Mark 15, verse 25 and verse 34, Jesus hung on the cross from approximately 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The seven sayings are not found in one gospel. Instead, the first two and the seventh saying is found only in the gospel according to Luke. The third, fifth, and sixth only in John. And the fourth is in both Matthew and Mark. We are unsure how they are ordered chronologically, However, there's agreed upon there is a, a an agreed upon order that i will use in discussing each of these statements each day the seven statements are father forgive them found in luke 23 verse 34 today you will be with me in paradise luke 23 43 woman behold your son john 19 26 my god my god matthew 27 46 i thirst john 19 28 it is finished John nineteen thirty. Father into your hands, Luke twenty three, forty six. We're unsure on whether these seven these seven statements that we have of Jesus, if they're seven statements or seven summaries of long statements, but considering the trauma that Jesus had went through and that he had been through, it would not be surprising that these seven if these seven statements were all that Jesus said. So here's the plan for the week. As I, as I think about this series um, today, I want to, in addition to covering the crucifixion, which, I, which I've already done, I want to look at saying number one found in Luke 23:34. The The next one will be sayings two and three and, and, and after that four and five and, and after that finishing up this series with uh, sayings six and seven. So I pray that as I share each of these, that you will be blessed by them each day and that you will focus more on Jesus and how much he loves you. So today, as we reflect on the first saying found in Luke 23, 34, I'm going to read it out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. As I think about this statement and knowing all that Christ had went through, this is not the first statement that I would have said. This is not the first words that I would have uttered, that I would have mustered up enough strength to to utter those words of forgiveness. But I'm not Jesus. Jesus is so much more than I can imagine and think of. Jesus, through his pain and through everything that had went on, asked God the Father to forgive the very people that had mistreated him, that had lied about him, that had beat him, and worst of all, had spit on him. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. He asked God to forgive them. Let that sink in for a moment. Let that let that truth sink in. All that you know now about crucifixion and how it was done to humiliate, to to to, I mean, basically shame the person that was that was being crucified. Jesus, his first statement that he uttered, according to scripture, is, "Father, forgive them." He has God to forgive them. He has God not to hold their offenses that they had committed and were committing. He has God, don't hold them. Don't hold those offenses against them. See, as I as I read through this and studied through this, this brought to mind Romans 5 verse 11, verse 1 through 11. But specifically, verse 8 And verse 8 says this, but God shall prove his love to us. In that while we're still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. God proves his love for us. In that while we're still sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. Wow, what love God has for us. As I reflect on this first fa- this first phrase, I'm thankful for the forgiveness that comes from Christ. Have you experienced that forgiveness? Have you experienced the forgiveness of Christ? Are you a Christ follower? I didn't say, are you a Christian? No, 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 no. I say, are you a Christ follower? Has there been a time in your life that you have repented of your sins and made Jesus your Lord and Savior? And are you walking with him currently now? Are you are you really and truly seeking after God with all you have right now? I pray this Easter season that, that you would really and truly reflect on that. And, and, and if not, then why not? Why hadn't you... Experience that forgiveness of Christ. Why are you not walking with Him? Is, is it because of pride? Is it because you feel that you're probably past the point of forgiveness? Can I tell you nothing could be farther from the truth? No one, as long as there's breath in their body, is is beyond the point of forgiveness of Christ. No one. My friend, trust me. God's love is deep enough, strong enough and wide enough to forgive you of all your sins. The Bible tells us that he 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 has thrown out. He has cast our sins away from us as far as the east is from the west. So if you have not received that forgiveness, do that today. And if you have received that forgiveness, what are you doing with it? Are are you are you different? Are, Are you walking with Christ? Are you growing with him every single day? If not, why not? Could it be that this easter season this time that we have literally slowed down and for some of us have stopped that this is the perfect time for you to get along with god and for you to really truly really start having your own personal devotional time so today if you've experienced that forgiveness who who in your circle of influence, who in your sphere of influence need to feel and need to know about the forgiving love of Christ? Who needs to, who needs that relationship with Christ? I pray that as you read through these statements, that as you, um, even now, just listen here to me, that, man, that you've been encouraged, you've been challenged. And as you reflect on those seven sayings, that, man, that we would be different. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to today's 1440 episode. If you're not already a subscriber, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. I would love to stay connected with you. Also, keep in mind that we'll be going through this series, The Last Seven Sayings of Jesus. I hope that you will check out the other episodes. God bless.